0: Hey friends, it's Jules here. If this is your first time turning on my podcast, thank you so much. This is a little side passion project I have going on because... I teach yoga classes and I always give a message in the beginning just to kind of have an intention for class and I repeat it at the end and as we move. And I had so many people tell me, Jules, I just wish I could listen to you all day or replay your messages or I would always get this one. I just wish I could put you in my pocket. And so I kind of kept getting that and then I A month went by where a few people wished I had a podcast, and I thought, talking to my dad, and he was like, you already prepare your messages, so why not find a way to just put them out there? And one thing I noticed is my messages are pretty short, like three minutes long, so the Soulful Jules podcast, I put a little more words and more strategy behind it to really help people, but... I just do this to spread love and hopefully inspire people. I'm so passionate about inspiring you to be the person God created you to be and to really believe in yourself. So today's message is important to me because if you're listening when this comes out, it's valentine's day it's february it's the month of love and love is what makes the world go round love is what we crave it's what we need it's connection i mean when you're just embraced in someone's arms and in a hug and your body just relaxes and you feel that love it's like oh there's something in you that just needs it right love we want to feel it for ourselves And then we want it to flow through us freely. We want to spread it. We want to fully embody and be it. And today I want to talk a little bit about self-love. Because self-love is collective love. Self-care is collective care. Be sure that your cup is filled first. We know we cannot pour from an empty cup, but we can also not love from where there is no love. So Valentine's Day is here, and I know this year brings lots of different emotions: happiness, sadness, excitement, loneliness, anger. All of it is in the air. So. It's important always during the holidays and at these times to just be really mindful, to just be kind, right? If someone's nasty to you, don't be nasty back. Lots of times nastiness from someone's heart is a sign that that's a heart that needs a hug. That's a heart that really needs love and needs our gentleness, not our harshness back. So there's a lot in the air right now. Quick little story time. After In college, after many Valentine's days not feeling special, I decided to take the camera off of myself to zoom out a little bit and to instead make it a day where I spread all the love that I can. This day doesn't need to be focused on a significant other or having a valentine, but just on love, self-love, doing something for me, and really telling myself, hey, I love you. Loving my friends well, encouraging them, calling them, loving strangers, and doing rack, which is my mom's phrase for random acts of kindness. R-A-K. So if you're feeling down, channel that energy into creation. Buy a huge stack of blank Valentine's Day cards and Hershey kisses and write down notes of encouraging. Encouraging quotes or little just messages of love and hand them out all day. I really did that in college and it, it changed Valentine's for me. It wasn't this inward thing or outward seeking of just some human to validate me, but it was, hey, let this day just be about love in general because love makes the world go round and it's so important. And it's so crucial and there's not enough of it. So why don't I just be it, <laughs> you know? My dad told me once that every emotion we feel can be transferred to another one. For example, when I feel anxiety, sometimes I transfer that to excitement or even to doing, which for me means writing it down or making a strategy. Or maybe if you're feeling loneliness, you could transfer that into service because you can never feel alone when you are helping someone else. Okay. Now, onto self-love. Let me just shout from a mountaintop, please, that self-love is not selfish. You should never feel guilty or shame around self-love. Self-love is collective love. There would always be a joke that when I was kind of being sassy or something to Forrest, he would go, did you go to yoga today? Because he, when I wouldn't really fill myself and just have that time for, for me, I'd be so irritated and, and he knew it, right? And I heard this podcast this year where they brought on tons of therapists to give people their top tips. And guess what they all had in common? Self-love. Every therapist said that. Right now, together, let's pause if you're able to. Place a hand to your heart and a hand to your belly like we often do. And feel your heart beating. Feel your breath. And close your eyes, like soften your shoulders. Let's soften our forehead. Now with your hands, I want you to only feel love. Inhale love, exhale love. But what makes this love different is I want you to only feel it for yourself. You may start to resist me and your human judging mind wants to bring in criticism or doubt. Don't let it. Breathe in love for you, your journey. Your good times, your bad times, your mistakes, your mountaintops, your intelligent mind, your special body, your heart. Breathe that love in for all of it. Breathe out. You deserve love. You deserve to be covered and coated and floating in pure love. I've said this before on my podcast, but we always need the reminder. I need the reminder. We're humans, which we, means we're not perfect, right? We mess up. We say the wrong thing. We all do. It actually connects us that we all do, right? But that doesn't mean you don't deserve love. Your failures do not define you. Your mistakes don't define you. We all make mistakes. No matter what, who you are, when you are born, the core of your being, you are light and love. Children, they're light and love. And somewhere along the way, we just lose that or we let the world. World or society or other people's validation of us, just get in the way and cover us and we lose sight of no matter what, you deserve love. Pure love. The love that we want to see in your marriages, relationships, friendships, family, in our community, in our whole entire world. It starts under our own two hands. The truth is, we can't fully give it or fully receive it until we can fully love ourselves first. We all have a lot of self-care practices. We drink a ton of water, maybe go to yoga, we take care of our bodies. Maybe you have a self-care, like face what's it called a face cleaning ritual why can't I think of the word uh facial practice I don't know cleansing I don't know or maybe you know like you brush your teeth your floss, like you do these self-care things and that's all doing we do a lot do 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 but what about your brain truly loving you Now, I know some are going to roll their eyes at me like, okay, well, I just don't love myself. End of story, Julia. And I'm not saying it's all or nothing, or it's even something that we just feel completely 100% of the time. I mean, I don't think we feel anything completely 100% of the time. But what I'm saying is that it's a practice. Just like everything else, it is a muscle we need to work. It is a language that we need to make a habit. So how do we practice true self-love? Well, for starters, it's not only the doing. That's all wonderful. But it's what's under the self-care that needs our attention. It's speaking kindly to yourself. It's the language you are using. Why do we speak to ourselves so harshly, yet we would never speak to someone in our lives we love in that manner? It's pausing to say to yourself, I love you. Look yourselves in the eyes and say, hey, I love you just as you are. Like see your eyes in the mirror. It's touching your body. And instead of pointing out all you want to change, say out loud, I love you as you are. That doesn't mean there. are areas or whatever that you don't want to change like that's okay but it's acknowledging that any of that should birth from a place of gentle love and care not this place of punishment or anger you know the devil wants you to think that you aren't beautiful as you are but God is looking at his beautiful masterpiece and thinking what a work of art what a complete masterpiece! We are so caught up in our outer appearance, but it's making someone feel less alone that makes an impact. It's the love we give, and the love we give comes from the love we give ourselves. When you find your mind going down the negative hole about you, maybe it's, I'm a failure, I'll never amount to anything, I'm ugly. No one will ever love me. Whatever it is, stop in your tracks. Pause. Take a deep breath in and a deep breath out. And speak truth over yourself. I personally repeat, I am a child of God. The creator of the universe created me and his goodness is running after me. You need to learn what is your phrase you have on repeat to yourself. Maybe yours is simply, I am enough or I am special. I am worthy of goodness. It is a practice. But as you begin doing it, the next thing you know, you're going to do it without even thinking about it and you'll realize, wow, I've actually altered my brain and I'm speaking from a testimony for myself. I have practiced this. I've practiced what I'm telling you and it works and it gets easier. It's really hard at first, but I, it truly does get easier. In one of my podcast episodes, I'll share in the show notes which one it is, but I've listened to this song. I share the song and I repeat the words. This is not some one-way mirror looking out at the world we are in. We are the love we give. What you're looking for starts in your heart. It starts with the self-love practice. It starts with us, right? I feel like we get so outside of ourselves and into the news and into social media. And it's like, oh, the world's so heavy. There's so many problems, all this blah, 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 blah. Right? And I think we forget To be the change we want to see in the world. It it starts in your home. It starts with your children. It starts, I'm an aunt. It starts with my nieces, right? It starts with us. Don't forget that. So I hope this podcast encourages you to really create this practice of self love, of speaking love to yourself, to looking at yourself in the eyes and saying, hey, I love you. Hey, I love you. And you know me, I always do talk about God because that's my whole world, my whole heart, all of my peace, all of my freedom. It's who I am. And so I can't do this podcast without talking about God because self-love, it's believing that you're worthy. You are worthy of love. You are worthy of a great life. You are worthy of joy. Where does your worthiness come from? For me, my identity, like where is your identity found? Mine comes from God. My identity is that I am a child of the most high God, the creator of the universe, the almighty, all-powerful, supernatural God. This divine light and cloud that guides us chose me and he chose you too. He gave me my eyes and my hair and my crooked smile. My worth is not from another person saying I am valued valuable or from other humans validating me. All of that is fleeting. It doesn't last and it isn't temporary. My worth is from God who has written that I am his chosen child. God chose you to be here in this exact moment of time. He gave you unique gifts and talents that make you special. You are so special to God. If your relationship with your Heavenly Father, our Abba, isn't personal, it's not super intimate, let it get there this year. Because He loves every fiber of you. He knows everything about you. Even those thoughts we don't want God to know, He knows and he cares for you. 1 John 4, 7-8 Dear friends, let us continue to love one another. For love comes from God. And anyone who loves is a child of God and knows God. But anyone who does not love does not know God. For God is love. I can't talk about self-love or even love in general without talking about God. Because God is love love ourselves. We need to love ourselves the way God created us. That's why the self-love journey is so important. Jesus gave his two greatest commandments. One, love the Lord with all your heart and soul. Two, love your neighbor as yourself. We hold on to the love your neighbor, love your neighbor, love your brothers and sisters, but we forget that it says as yourself. We must also love ourselves in order to love our neighbor well. We must love ourselves in order to love our fellow brother and sisters well. I wanted to close this message with kind of a, not super long, but an article I read by Trish Hunter. It says, Stepping Forward, Physical and Emotional Healing. Our enemy, the devil, is always accusing us He's actually known as the accusal, accuser. The Bible says he's the accuser of God's children in Revelation 12.10. He constantly tells us, you're not good enough. God is angry with, with you. You can't do anything right. Nobody loves you. You are nothing. You will never amount to anything. Have you ever had thoughts like these? Did you know that those thoughts are not from God? His thoughts towards you are good. Jeremiah 29 11. Those hateful thoughts are from the enemy of your soul who has come to kill, steal, and destroy everything about you. In John 10 10. The devil wants you to be so focused on the hurt, criticism, and derogatory comments that have come your way that you miss the good. God has for you. That's why it's so important to read the Bible and put God's thoughts in your mind. Every scripture you read contains God's truth and brings life and hope into your life. 1 Peter 2.9 says that you have been chosen by God himself. People may overlook you. They may reject you. But that's okay. The one who matters most chooses and accepts you. And you aren't randomly chosen either. God on purpose, looked at you and said, I choose him. He's my son. I choose her. She's my daughter. That's who I want on my team. The devil devil may tell you that you are not good enough, but God says you are his masterpiece in Ephesians 2.10. Maybe you've even been told you are too small or too big. God says you are just the right size for me. Have you ever felt you are not talented enough or have nothing to offer? God says you are fearfully and wonderfully made. No matter what you've thought or what people have said, the truth remains. You are talented, creative, and intelligent. You are amazing. You just have to believe it. Whatever you feel that sting of rejection instead of getting down on yourself and using your sense of value say yes I am disappointed and yes this hurts but I'm not going to sink into self pity or start thinking something is wrong with me I know the one who matters most the one who controls the universe has hand picked me no I might not have been chosen by the coach, the boss, or a friend, but I am chosen by the most high God. And he has plans for me that are good and not evil. Plans to give me a future and hope. That's in Jeremiah. I always repeat that little side note by Jules. For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans to prosper you and not to harm you. Plans to give you hope and a future. I repeat that over and over. It's on my fridge. Okay, Trish continues. When you start seeing yourself as hand-picked by God, valued, loved, created with purpose, your attitude will change. And when it does, your life will change too. You don't have to worry about getting even for all the wrong that's been done to you. I'm sure you've had your fair share of hurt and disappointment. But God promises that he will pay you back double for your former shame. In Isaiah one he'll make the rest of your life twice as good as it would have been if all that had not happened to you. You've got to dig your heels in though. You have to refuse to allow what somebody did or didn't do to steal your destiny or cause you to go through life feeling inferior. Your value does not come from people or accomplishments. It comes from your creator. So put your shoulders back, hold your head up high, and live with confidence. God will take what was meant for your harm and use it for your advantage. It's said in Genesis fifty twenty, God will use it for your good. Trust him. He is faithful. If you keep this attitude of faith, God will always give you the last laugh, and he'll get you where you're supposed to be. Is Jesus tugging at you? I know I've been there where I didn't want Jesus to tug at me, but he does because he loves you and he cares for for you and he wants to know you. Jesus, the son of the most high God, he's the savior of the world. He came and he died on a cross to show his love for us. God sent his only son to save us all, to tell us about heaven and eternity and there's there's more than this earthly life and so maybe this year you you want to get more curious who is god who is jesus you want to learn more well just know i'm always here for you if you do and wherever you find your identity wherever you find your worth i hope you know and you can end this podcast knowing you are worthy and you deserve self love and that love when you fill up with it, it overflows to the people around you. Do I have this practice down? No, I'm sharing this because I'm practicing it too. I can speak so harshly to myself I can get down on myself too, but I don't stay there. I dig my heels and I bring my shoulders back and I speak the truth. Hope we can all start this practice and I really think the world will be a better place. Feel the love. Be the love, spread the love, let that love flow through you. Take care of yourselves, everyone. I'm sending you love right through this microphone. Have an awesome rest of your day. And as always, if this spoke to you, let me know. Send me an Instagram message at soulful jewels, or just, I don't know, contact me somehow because leave a review that really helps, or send this to someone else because. I don't care if you message me every week. Just knowing that this impacted your life is my answered prayer. Thank you guys. Ciao.